Welcome to Scrub In, a podcast powered by Bay Health. I am your host, Sarah Beebe. And I am your co-host, Tyler Cody. Thank you for joining us as we ask ourselves to scrub in and talk more about our why behind the healthcare uniform. Well, welcome back to Scrub In, our episode five. Tyler, how have you been? Good, good. How are you doing, Sarah? Good. good. So today we are interviewing um, our hospital president and CEO. Yes, we are. What a day. What a day. Yeah, yeah. Have you worked with uh, Terry Murphy, our, our president at all? I haven't worked with Terry closely on anything, but I do see him in the hallway. I see him in the gift shop. I see him all over the hospital, and he always has a bright smile, always greets me, always shakes my hand. He's just a very personable individual. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think I think our hospital is really unique in how much we see our president. Oh, and, absolutely. Um, and he's always got a great blazer on. He does. He does. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Looks sharp 100% of the time. I agree. Yeah. So I'm really excited to hear his story and hear what brought him to Bay Health, what brought him to this type of leadership. And um, I think it, I think it's going to be a really great event. Absolutely. Absolutely. I yeah. think many are waiting to hear all this. Yeah. So um, before we get started, we're going to um, start with our quote, which today is, a leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. And that's from John Maxwell. So... Yeah, so we'd like to introduce um, Terry Murphy, the president and CEO of Bay Health here in Delaware. Um, Welcome, Terry. Good morning. Uh, Thank you, uh, Sarah, and thank you, Tyler. It's uh, very nice words, and it's a pleasure to be with you this morning. Uh, This is uh, just a lot of fun, and uh, thank you for having me today. Thank you for joining us. So, Terry, tell us a little bit about, um, tell us about your background. Well, I actually uh, grew up as uh, the fifth child of seven kids, so a very large family, actually on on the beaches of uh, Florida in Jacksonville Beach, Florida. So I actually, I uh, enjoyed the outdoors. I think as number five of seven, I think uh, my mom and dad kind of lost track. So I had a lot of freedom to run around as a, as a young child. It was just a great childhood. I um, I studied, I got a degree in biology at a very small Catholic school in North Carolina, but I I was more interested in the business aspects and decided to start taking business classes and was accepted into the George Washington University and it was um, specifically for health services administration. So I, I wanted to work in a hospital, I wanted to be on the business side of being in the hospital. I love the concept of not-for-profit healthcare and making people better and working with clinicians. It was something that interested me at a very early age. And so I was lucky enough to get into George Washington University and uh, it just was a great uh, upbringing and and early education um, through uh, Belmont and um, George Washington. Great. I am also an alumni yeah, of, uh, yes. of George Washington <laughs> University, so we share that, uh, which is wonderful. That's where I got my uh, PhD in nursing. And, uh, it's a great school. It's a wonderful school, so, um, so we do share that. Uh, now, what brought you to Bay Health? So my career actually is part of the the George Washington uh, Master's program. You had to do a one-year residency where you you spent a year working uh, for a CEO, kind of following the CEO around, watching uh, their uh, leadership, learning how hospitals operated. 
basically serving in a lot of different departments, clinical and non-clinical, just, just learn over a year. And I did that down at a hospital uh, near Cocoa Beach, Florida. Um, so I spent a year doing that. And then I ended up working in that hospital for 15 years. Um, I was um, chief operating officer at the end of the 15 years. And then I moved to Maryland to get an open heart surgery program started at a hospital that's now a MedStar hospital in Metro DC because I, uh, I had an interest in getting that going. And there was an opportunity that came open to be an on-site administrator at what was then the Milford Hospital. And that was in 2001. And I interviewed and was um, offered the job. And so I uh, came to uh, Bay Health originally at the Milford Hospital um, right before uh, September 11th in 2001. So a very memorable time historically. And I became a chief executive officer in 2009. So I've I, it's been uh, great. I enjoy the work. I enjoy seeing the evolution of the health system and what we can do for our communities. And it's just been a pleasure. And I, I just love the people I work with, the people at Bay Health. It's It's been a great experience professionally. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. The organization has really grown in that time. Since yeah. 2009, all the things that we've accomplished as an organization, I think that's very impressive. Yeah, I came, I came here as a bedside nurse in... 2010. So right after you took, uh, took your, your role as, Mm -hmm. uh, as the leader. So I didn't realize that you had only been in that role for, for just a short time when I came on. So I remember you being here when, you know, then, and then I've gone out. And at the Milford Hospital too, right? And at the Milford Hospital, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, which, uh, is no longer our, our main Sussex hospital. So, um, so that's awesome. I didn't realize that, that we had a fairly similar uh, time frame there. It, it is a great, uh, the, the, the culture, the people at Bay Health are, are just truly special. And, and it's, um, it's uh, easy to get up early every day and to do the work. It's complex. There's a lot of things in healthcare that make it uh, difficult. But because of the people, it just makes it uh, so much easier to get our work done. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we've discussed on previous episodes how our team really just inspires us to work together and Absolutely. enjoy and enjoy everything that we're doing. Yeah, we've talked to a number of people who either lead teams or are part of really cohesive teams here at Bay Health. And that's one thing that has kind of echoed across our episodes is that um, we have a lot of really strong teams here and and leadership that helps you know support that as well. Um, so that's that's great. Yeah. Um, now tell me a little bit about your leadership style and, and, and how you like to lead here. Well, uh, this is, a, uh, it's, it takes so many different things. It's a very complex thing in, in healthcare. I think it was, uh, Peter Drucker, uh, that, uh, coined it the most complex organization someone could be involved in, uh, because of, it, it just takes so many different people. We have 42 4,300 staff members and everyone plays a different role and it doesn't and it starts with good governance and it goes down to uh, every job within the organization of which there are probably 450 500 types of jobs and when you're dealing with humans and you're taking care of people you have to do that well so it's really about focusing on individuals and um, 
individual's personal and work needs. It's, it's about uh, good leadership, good communication, holding folks accountable, creating a culture where uh, you can have fun with what you're doing as well. So I, uh, and, and I think really importantly, focusing on professional development and really helping people see opportunities in their careers to do more, to to grow, um, uh, make a better living, all those things. And, and I, I think it's, it's really just trying to encourage that uh, through uh, being successful, through good strategies, and having a culture where uh, people can feel that and, and be encouraged by that to do more. Yeah. Absolutely. I think you made a good point that there are so many different types of jobs and it's about the individual. I, I truly believe that people are the experts of their own job and right. that it's okay mm -hmm. to, um, to lean on those experts. And that's why we work the way that we do is that, you know, I, I'm an expert in simulation and nursing, but I'm not an expert in environmental services or right. in, you right. know, some other area. And so it's amazing to watch when, when we're given the opportunity to be an expert and that we're trusted in that role, um, how well we work together. Yeah. I th and I think that's what's so, um, that's what's so, um, important about uh, magnet designation and just this idea of shared governance. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I, I don't know uh, the best way to run a particular uh, unit. And it's really uh, having folks that are involved in the work every day, being, being involved, having a voice, uh, bringing research uh, into the work, um, do, how can we do it better? So I, I'm, I'm a big believer it takes uh, 4,200 people and their expertise and whatever that expertise is, working well together in a team environment with one another. And if you uh, do that and encourage that, I think, uh, again, it just makes it a little bit easier to get this uh, very important work. Uh, the work that we do is there's nothing that's more meaningful when when someone talks about professional work mm -hmm. than uh, being in a hospital and taking care of individuals. Uh, the impact on not only the patients but their family members, it is uh, extremely important. And it's not just those that are at the bedside. It's everyone that supports. Again, we all have to be working together in order to get this um, this important, meaningful work done. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I agree. Um, I, I've mentioned this story before, but over the summer, my, my mother was in an ICU and I stayed in the room with her for most of the day, every day. And it was amazing to watch the, um, the team that took care throughout the day. So we had the same, uh, woman from EVS that came in multiple times a day to mop her floor. And she took the time to move things out of the way and get under her, um, get under her bed and, and make sure that every inch of that room had been cleaned. And we even had a discussion about the cleaner that she was using. Cause I noticed by the smell, I was like, that smells like vinegar. And she was able to tell me like, Oh, we know that this cleaner kills things better than right. something else. Exactly. And, um, 
But she had a, and I would thank her every day for caring for my mother in that way. And then somebody else would come in and, and clean my mom up. And somebody else would come in from, uh, you know, from the chaplain's office or something. And everybody had a role to play in this one patient's care. And um, it was amazing to see how that all fit in from a family member. Because I'm not always, I'm not usually the person in the room as the family member. And so it was interesting to see how that all fit in and how much better her care was because of that. Well, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's better. It's, these are very stressful things that individuals and their families are going through. It's, it's stressful beyond belief. Um, In most cases, uh, people may not have the understanding, true understanding of the situation. And it's about um, expectations, but you can see where everyone pulling together and being consistent and having expectations of giving great care and, t- and, and taking care of the patient and their families can have a huge impact in people's lives. Um, yes. That's what makes our work so meaningful in every job of Bay Health. Yeah. And I think when people think of Bay Health, they think of those experiences and mm-hmm. those positive interactions that they have with our staff. And I think that every staff member has a role to play to kind of create that impression I agree. represent the organization. Yeah. And it helps to have a leader, too, that incites that passion in everyone. And I think we can feel your passion pretty well. Well, yeah. uh, that's uh, very nice of you to say that, uh, Tyler. It's, it's, I, I think it's, it comes from, uh, I, I, I think about this uh, often. So uh, uh, coming from a family of seven, uh, my my mom, who was a German heritage, had to have a lot of control because if you can imagine, seven is a lot. That is a lot. And and the last five were uh, one year apart each. Oh, well, so so <laughs> I know as a father of three girls, that would be uh, such a, a difficult thing. But she uh, she was an emergency room registrar actually, and she instilled. Um, uh, really what I think is a desire to help other people. And I, and I think uh, of uh, that, and I think of the people that do the work every day in healthcare. These are individuals that have come through the worst time in our history that come in to take care of other people every day. And, and it's it's very inspiring to me. That's awesome. So you grew up in shared governance. As a as a member of seven, <laughs> I tried to, shared I try, I try to avoid it, but yes, I did grow up. <laughs> I'm sure you knew how to advocate for yourself oh, in that governance. <laughs> very well, very well, and uh, that shaped uh, a lot about having a voice. Uh, the further you go down the line, you learn that you've got to um, you you've got to uh, fight for that voice and speak up. But yeah, absolutely, had yeah. a lot to do with it. Now, is shared governance something that is? I've only ever been in healthcare. So is shared governance something that you see in other industries or is that something that's unique to healthcare? I think it's actually growing quite a bit. I, I, I know things like uh, a daily huddle and some of the work things that are uh, some of the things we utilize in healthcare are definitely growing into other areas. I think um, business leaders and other businesses realize the importance of shared governance, having us, um, team members have a voice in the work. Again, I'm not the subject matter expert in the things that are done every day. I, I know healthcare, um, uh, administration, but, but all these other things, you have to rely on others and give them the voice to do the work. 
and um, and support them. Uh, yeah. Part of our executive uh, leadership rounding is to find out what's working well and how we can remove barriers. As leaders, that's our role. We, we've got to remove those barriers. We've got to fight for our team members. Every leader should be fighting for everyone on their team, both at work as well as their needs at home and how can we be supportive. And I think if we do those things, it just makes a better workplace. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that before, how a really good leader fosters that growth in someone. I like think... takes the time to actually just help them pursue exactly what it is they want yeah. to do in life. Yeah. And actually I think our um our CN our our chief nursing executive, Rosie, uh when we interviewed her a few episodes ago, she said something very similar about um removing the barriers mm -hmm. and and, mm -hmm. and allowing the staff to be able to do what they're best at. And, Absolutely. Um, and so it's a cornerstone. It's, yeah. It's interesting that you both said almost identical things. <laughs> um, you must so work together. You do. I, I wonder Ooh, if you know her. <laughs> yes, we do work together. Uh, yes. It's a pleasure. So one thing that we ask on this podcast and the purpose of this podcast is getting to everyone's why. Right. Why do you do what you do? And so tell us, why, why do you do what you do? It's, it's interesting. There, there's actually a quote out there that, that uh, I think it's from um, Nietzsche, Frederick Nietzsche, that says that uh, those that have a why can deal with almost any how. Oh, and if you think of uh, life today, there's so many uh, challenges uh, socially and just in day-to-day -day, uh, living and in work. So I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in the why. Like a lot of people, I'm really, um, uh, my why is really related to my family and my faith. And I, I, I think it's if you have uh, those that you, um, that you love, that you're uh, doing, uh, it just, it just is easy to get up and do uh, what I do every day. So I have three daughters, uh, they're adult uh, daughters, they're, they're all professional and working as productive members of society. And my wife and I have been together 33 years, we're life partners and it's, uh, that's why I do it. But I'm a spiritual person as well. So spirituality, um, uh, seeing as much of uh, the environment and being outside is very important to me. So these are all things that I think drive me, but also I think professionally um, continuing to evolve an organization. And we've become a teaching hospital and I get a lot of pride when I uh, see um, uh, Bay Health evolving into a teaching organization or to growing and to doing more and to helping the community more. So all those things I think drive me, but it's centered really on my uh, family and my faith. That's what really makes me get up every day and do what I do. Um, and it makes it very easy. And, and I have a grandson as well. So that's just, um, uh, the cherry on top that makes it even that much better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So, and that really speaks to how your wellness as well in a high powered position, a stressful position. Yeah. What else do you do to, to keep that balance? So, um, it's, I love basketball. So I do play basketball and I play tennis. So I'm active physically 
and mentally I just took up uh, playing the piano. So I used to play this as a young kid when I was forced to play. Yep. And now <laughs> since all three of my girls are out of the house and there's still a piano hanging in a corner, I thought, well, that's one way to um, uh, take some time and to relax a little bit. So I started uh, taking piano lessons from someone who's older than me, which is kind of nice. And I take uh, lessons at the music school here in Milford, and I enjoy playing um, piano now, and I'm uh, getting ready for the Christmas holidays, picking up some new pieces. Oh, awesome. So classical piano? Oh, I'm not that far yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I've, I've got, a, I've got a, a, a good band that could always use another keyboard player. So my mother-in-law has a band, and... Uh... Well... Give me a call in 2034, Sarah. Oh, okay. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks. I love that you have these foundations and you've explored new things to kind of help yourself unwind from everyday life. Like you just went and learned the piano. I think that that's... I'm getting there. I'm learning the piano. Yeah. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> but, uh, and I'm sure uh, the, uh, the eight-year-old that goes right before me at the music school um, is, is so far ahead of me already. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> It is a great way to unwind and find uh, time to keep your mind active and to uh, learn something new. I think that's very important in life. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's been uh, very enjoyable. It's something I like to do, and it's uh, one of the things I do away from work. That's awesome. Yeah. Are you also a huge basketball fan as well? You mentioned basketball. I just like playing basketball. I am a tennis okay. fan, and, and I, I like to uh, venture every once in a while to see a tennis match. But I'm not as much of a fan in basketball, but I, I just really enjoy the sport, and it's a team sport. So okay. uh, I, I just like that aspect of uh, basketball as well. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Great. Well, you know, as we're getting as we're getting ready to closing, is there anything else you want to share with our audience um, that we haven't talked about yet? I just I I would say that um, uh, it, it's just been uh, a great pleasure to work with everyone, and and thanks for first of all doing the podcast. This is uh, fantastic. I I really enjoy uh, the complex work that happens every day with our uh, medical staff leaders, our, our clinical leaders, and our uh, support areas all working together. You, you have to have uh, a good strategy uh, because if you don't have a great strategy, you, you end up uh, not doing well. You, you uh, really have to have a good culture. They, they say culture each strategy for lunch every day. So you have to have a culture that supports that. And, um, and it's just a pleasure to work with uh, so many different individuals with so many different backgrounds to do the work that we do every day. So it, it's just a great pleasure of mine to represent the Bay Health Organization. And again, thanks for um, uh, doing what you're doing on this podcast as well. I think it's uh, great to uh, shine light on uh, other individuals. And, and this has just uh, been a pleasure this morning. Yeah. Well, we've certainly enjoyed hearing your story. I love... I love what you have to say about um, 
you know, about a team working together. And I, I do have to say, I haven't worked somewhere where I knew the president by first name. So it's been really fun to be able to get to know you. And when you stop by my office, it's it's just so wonderful. And so, yeah. Well, Sarah, you can call me Terrence anytime. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure to see the two of you around in your respective roles as well. Um, it's, it's great. It's what makes it fun. And again, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank well, thank you for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great day. Yes, thank you. Join us for our next episode by subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do the same. Click plus or follow so you don't miss an episode. Don't forget to keep up with us all on social media channels by following at Bay Health. And, and remember, remember, there is a why behind, behind every healthcare, healthcare uniform. uniform.